0: Today, on Commitment to Truth.
1: Perfect love says it's nothing to be afraid of because my love is for Him and I know His love for me. And if I love Him, I will be where He wants me to be, doing what He wants me to be, so no matter when He comes back, I know there's no punishment towards me.
0: Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message.
1: Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse one, it says this, Jesus left the temple area and was going on his way when his disciples came up uh, to point out the temple buildings to him. But he responded and said to them, do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon another, which will not be torn down. And as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Well, tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the signs of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one misleads you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And they will mislead many people, and you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pains. Anybody ever have a baby? Have you ever had to rush to the hospital because you thought you were about to have the baby and you get there and nothing happens and they send you back home? Honestly, that's what the Lord is doing to many of us now. Everyone is trying to understand the science. For many years, decades, people are trying to understand the science and dot every I, cross every T to try to understand, well, when is Jesus coming? Not yet. One thing is for sure, this is where I kind of land on, on on Christ's return. One thing is for sure, when everybody expects him to come back, that's when he's not coming. Right, so whenever you hear someone on the news or on some Christian channel or presumably a Christian channel and they're telling you, well, he's coming back in the year 2025, he's not coming back. Because the text says he's not coming back like that. But yet there will be signs, there will be some birthing pains, there will be some signals that says, "Listen up, sit up, because I am approaching." The challenge then is always, then what do you do when you know the baby is coming? But before we get there, here's some of the signs and details. Verse four to five, again, there will be many false Christ. This word misleads means to cause to stray, lead away from the truth. There's going to be many and more and more people who will give you false doctrine. Tell you that there's something and someone other than Jesus who's the answer. Listen, you and I will be convinced ourselves that there will be someone other than Jesus who's the answer. Don't be misled by anyone nor even yourself. But then the other word is is to come. In other words, it means to, to find a place or influence, come, become known. So there will be people who will become known, who will become evident, who will begin to appear on the scenes as though they are the anointed one, the Christ. Please underscore that Satan has power as well. He doesn't have all power. He has delegated power and he can appear as an angel of light and he can say good things and he can say things to make you feel good about yourself. But one thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ, it doesn't make you feel good, but you'll become good. It's kind of like the operating table, right? You don't feel good being operated. But you're healed and you're healthier after you have what? The operation. And that's the beauty of the gospel. You know, the beauty of the gospel is that he'll he'll, he'll give you some anesthesia, kind of dope you up a little bit, make you feel that everything's going to always be okay. You understand what I'm saying about that? In other words, that honeymoon stage, like marriage, you know, you're just so in awe of each other. And you think that you're never going to have any marital problems at all. Right? Right? That's kind of how the Lord, He lures you in a little bit like that. And I think that's good to have that honeymoon stage, right? Because it is a love affair with Jesus. But, like any relationship, it's hard to keep it where it should be. And many times in any relationship, the difficulty is in it is that part of you has to die if you want the relationship to live. Make sense? So anyone comes to you with some kind of gospel that says, I'm not going to tell you the whole story of, of the relationship, they're lying. Truth is not in them. If they're not going to tell you, you have to repent, change your way, and everything is so fun and rosy dozy with Jesus? No, come on. If they're going to tell you you're never going to lose friends, never, your family's never going to uh, hate you and, and don't want you around you, that's a lie. And there's so many people misleading the body of Christ in that way. I'll cause you to go astray. There'll be false Christ, false people who appear to be anointed. Then verse 6, there will be wars and rumors of wars. So we're, we're hearing about so many wars that are happening and wars that we have not necessarily even seen that are happening. That is what will happen in these days. Verse 7 a, there will be civil wars, or I like to call it or this inner turmoil that will rise up. The word rise means to stir up, to bring before the public. So that's likened to the American wars that we're having right now. The civil wars that we're having, you follow me? Democrat, Republican, Independent, civil wars. There'll be famines and earthquakes, where famines means this, this, a scarcity of harvest. My wife Lisa and I were just talking about how in our lifetime, which includes the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and you getting some more decades in there. <laughs> We've never seen the shelves in grocery stores and markets so empty in the U.S., who's supposed to have everything. Not in a third world country, right? Not in some other foreign land, but in the United States of America, shelves are empty. So I wonder, let me apply some humor here. Remember when uh, COVID hit and all the diaper wipes are gone? It was so funny. My wife and I, we were just sitting back laughing because, you know, couples with small babies were just panicking. Oh, there's no diaper weights. There's no diaper wipes. We're like, what do we used to do before there were diaper wipes? <laughs> <laughs> you just, just a hot, hot rag, wash clove and you wipe the bottom? Yes, you did, and you wrung it all out. Okay, right? It's so funny, right? You know, we're just so, we're so comfortable, especially in the U.S., You know, we we run out of Lysol, and it's like, what do you do? Well, you use soap and water. (laughs) We're so spoiled. But yet we see around us the realities that there are empty shelves. There are real famines that are going on in other countries, that there's people who don't even have running, matter of fact, Listen to this. In the United States of America, don't even have running clean water. All of these are signs. And there's more we'll examine later on in the series. So there's this false Christ that you have to be aware of that. Listen, if they're not coming with the entire counsel of the living God, they're false. 99% accuracy is not accuracy. Accuracy. There'll be wars and rumors of wars, civil wars, inner turmoil, famines and earthquakes. But then what should we do about all this and how
0: should we respond? Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Imagine this, all of us, We have missing brothers and sisters yet to be found. We've all gone astray. There are spiritual sons and daughters outside of our own race and culture yet to be birthed by all of us to help assemble his glorious church. But do you believe that it is possible? Can you see it? Can you envision with me a church, both locally and worldwide, that is so inviting to all from every race and culture that naturally flow out of one's love for a holy God, the racial and cultural divine. You can purchase this book at cedricbrown.com. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. Let's look further. Matthew
1: chapter 24, again, verses 6 through 8. I'm going to read those again to us. It says, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. You see, this is the first way we should respond, church, is this. Is that we cannot be frightened. We cannot be alarmed. We cannot be frightened. We cannot be alarmed. We cannot push the panic button. Because listen, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ today, we already know the end of the story. We already know the end of the story. Why are we so surprised? We know the end of the story. So the words to be frightened and alarmed means is to be troubled in mind. Have you ever watched so much news that you can't even sleep at night? You follow me? You're around so many, you know, Debbie Downers in your life. I mean, you can't even sleep at night, right? People who always say, did you see the news? Did you see what happened? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? And before you know it, your mind is so corrupt that fear begins to do what? Consume you. Things that that has not even materialized will start consuming and controlling your life because you're so frightened and alarmed. But this is what Psalm 118 verse 6 says. The Lord is for me, I will not fear. Doesn't matter if it's a politician for you. Doesn't matter if he's your husband or your wife or your children or your parents or any created thing. It says, the Lord is for me, therefore I will not what? Fear, period. Then it gets better. It says, what can man do to me? (laughs) What can man do to me? It's a rhetorical question. Nothing. If you are hidden in Christ, in God, as the text says, there is nothing, absolutely nothing and no one to fear. Period. So yes, even if it comes close to your door, even if it comes close to this country, even if it begins to be in our day and our time, the Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And then in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it says this there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives all fear, because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfect in the love. So let's let's pause it there for a minute. So, so perfect love casts out all fear. So you can say it this way If I do not or do not experience perfect love, therefore I would do what? Fear. Or you could say it this way, if I am expecting love to come from someone else than the Lord, I will then do what? Fear. If I am expecting any expressions of love, which is in forms of security, affirmation, and things like that, that we all need as human beings, I will then do what? Fear. If I'm expecting resources, right? If I'm expecting my country to be stable for the rest of my life, my home to be stable for the rest of my life, and if I'm expecting that to come from anyone other than the person of Jesus Christ, then I will do what? Fear. Because all other forms of love outside of the person of Jesus Christ and his finished work is not perfect. But then you go further, it says, it says, but Perfect love does what? It drives out fear because fear involves punishment. So if I'm a person, I'm always walking in fear. Why? Do I feel as though that I'm not right with God? Therefore, punishment is looming all around me. Right? It's like a child. If you've done nothing wrong, if your hand is not caught in a cookie jar, why are you fearing mom and dad? Or it's like this when I was a kid, right? My mom used to say, probably like many of yours, you say, son, I want you in the house when I get home. <laughs> and inevitably, I will push the envelope, push the envelope, right? And then she'll drop a dime on me or tell my dad. Then my dad spanks me and said, son, you need to be in the house. When your mama said you need to be in the house until she gets home, I want you not hanging out with the guys down the street. Inevitably, I will do what? At least I did, push the envelope again. So I got really good at it. And what I used to do was, they used to have to, I thought, (laughs) they used to have to make this U-turn that would give me time enough to be with my boys down the street and then run home when I see them making a U-turn. But like any good parent, you know what they did? They, they, they came a different way. And the most embarrassing thing just always happened to me was this. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You see your mama like a block away, and she's just going like this with a hand in her hip. Yeah. Didn't have to say a word, you just knew everything she was really saying with that finger. And embarrassing, right? Just walking walking down the street or running down the street and dodging her. Because every now and then, mom, old school, she would be like this with a belt in her hand. (laughs) And I knew what was coming next. But the challenge is, if I was at home, when mama and daddy said be at home, what is that a fear? Perfect love says it's nothing to be afraid of because my love is for him and I know his love for me. And if I love him, I will be where he wants me to be, doing what he wants me to be. So no matter when he comes back, I know there's no punishment towards me. I know that whenever life is over and when I have to stand before the bema of seat of Christ, either by death or by him coming to take me there, it's okay because my heart's clean. You follow me? What is there to fear? Because there's no punishment involved in it. There's this anticipation of seeing Jesus rather than a fear of seeing his face because I know I'm not doing what I should be doing, saying what I should be saying, living how I should be living. So fear and love because perfect love drives all fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears, listen to what it says, we're not perfected in love. Have we truly experienced the transformational love of Jesus? It's nothing to fear. Don't be frightened. Don't be frightened because you have the transformational, supernatural, unconditional, undeniable love of Jesus, right? What can man do to you? But then also, you see in verse six, it's nothing to be frightened about because it's not the end. How do we know? We got the full book, the whole counsel of God. And he says, listen, he's going to come back like a thief and a knife. So you're not going to be able to sit there and wait and say, okay, well, all right, uh, sign number one, sign number two, sign number three, sign number four. Okay, so here he comes. No. Whenever a thief comes to rob you and I, they never say, hey, I'm coming tomorrow at about this day, this time. Or here I come. I'm coming to rob you right now. Get ready. Pack all your valu- valuables. I'm coming right now. No, never does that. So that to me, that's a poignant and perfect description that God gives you and eyes Is that no? You never know when a thief will come. Period. He'll catch you while you sleep and catch you while you're awake. And still rob you. It's not the end. It's but. The birth and pains. Birth and pains means this. The pain of childbirth. The intolerable anguish. The desire. Calamities that precede the advent of the Messiah. In other words. It will be evident that there are things that we just don't like and we just don't want it's not going to be pretty it's not going to feel good you're not going to want it what woman wants birthing pains they just want the baby right every mother I pray for about to have a baby God can you minimize the birthing pains No mother wants the pain, but they want to experience the joy of the birth, the child. We don't want to see all these things, but we have to be men and women who realize, no, it's nothing to be frightened about. It's not yet the end. Hello, my name is Sarah Vega, and I am the Administrative and Executive Director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these the Weekly Wire. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org. Here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive. Condemnation. There are so many followers of Jesus Christ are walking in condemnation, or people around them are condemning them in some unique, unfortunate way. But the scripture says this to you and I, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So now because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, and because you are in Christ, you cannot be condemned. Furthermore, the scripture says that if any man is in Christ, you're a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So think about this. So if I'm in Christ and I am living this new life, I am this new man, this new person in Christ, right? There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Listen, because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, He has abolished our sins. But it is our responsibility to make decisions that are in Christ. Live in Christ. Think in Christ. Be identified with Christ. Who can condemn me, right? So the next time you're feeling condemned, just examine If you are in or out of Christ. We hope you enjoyed this sample of our weekly wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org.
0: If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers.